I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, Episode 47, Saving Your Money. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mamas and Money. I am just so thrilled that you are here today, and I hope you've had just such an amazing week. I hope you have found something in every day that you can celebrate and enjoy. And I found this week to be really challenging, (laughs) and I'll explain why. So just over this last week, my kids went from being in school to being at home for summer break. And the reason why that's been so challenging for me is kind of looking back and reflecting on the week is because there's been so much change happening. And especially now that they're older, they are in much more activities and involved in so many other things. So our schedule tends to be just as busy in the summer as it is during the school year. We're getting them to different activities. They're going to different friends' houses. They're involved in lots of different um not only activities, but sports and that type of thing. And so when that happens, the schedule tends to fill up very quickly. And I noticed that even though it can be filled just as busy as a school year, for some reason, it just felt more overwhelming. And I mentioned this to one of my friends and she mentioned, yes, even though we can be busy, since the busy is different than what we're used to, it can feel busier. And I thought about that. I thought, yeah, that seems pretty true for me just because I'm not used to the difference in routine. I'm not used to the change yet. And what makes summer kind of unique is that the schedule can continually change for us. And I thought about that though, but once we get into a routine and a schedule, especially during the school year, how it comes very naturally. We don't worry about it as much. It's not so overwhelming. It just continually moves forward the way we need it to, and we know what to expect. And I think this goes right along with what we're going to talk about today, which is savings. And this is going to be really important, especially if this is a habit you have not formed yet to save money. I'm going to talk a little bit about why that change can be difficult, why it's important to save and where to start. So let's go ahead and get started. So why save your money? And I want you to consider this before we get into some of this information is what are your beliefs around saving money? Do you believe saving money is going to help you? Do you believe saving money is going to be unhelpful to you? Really decide what are your beliefs surrounding money? Because considering this, is going to make the biggest impact on whether you save for you and for your family. Because if your beliefs are in the line with what you are choosing to do, it's going to be much easier going forward. If you're going against what you believe, that's going to be much more difficult to not only form a habit, but keep it going for the long term. So really decide if saving money is a belief that you have or want to have that maybe you don't have right now. 
And not only that, throughout this whole process, you're going to have to continually decide what you believe around your money. Because with everything you do with your money is going to bring up those beliefs and those thoughts about it. And it's either going to help you in the process, or it may hinder you depending on what you're thinking and believing. So let's go into this a little bit further. Why save? Why is this important for you? And this is something that you will really want to consider on why it's important for you and your family and for your business going forward. Now, I have a few listed here as far as the benefits of why we should save. Now, your list may have more than this, which I hope it does. So it's more tailored to you. But let's talk about some of the benefits of why we should save. You have money for future you. You have more peace of mind and more opportunities for growth. So let's think about that for a minute. Consider future you. Down the road, whether it's six months, a year, 10 years, 50 years, whatever it may be, think about you in the future. What do you think future you will need? Do you think that she'll want to have great opportunities? Will she want to travel? Will she want to be in a comfortable lifestyle? Will she want to be able to do certain things with her family? Will she want to retire? Or will she want to continue work, continue to work, but have the funds to ease her working years? So she only works because she wants to, maybe not because she has to. Think about what she may encounter along the way. Will there be unexpected emergencies? Will there be unexpected costs that she may need to plan for? What about her family? Will they need her assistance and help? Will she want to give that? There's so many possibilities for future you. So when you have money saved, it benefits her. It benefits her in what she can do. So for example, if future you would like to retire, whether it's from a job completely or whether it's get to continue working, but not worrying about having to bring in that steady income all the time. So you can work because you want to, not because you have to. Then that future self is going to need funds that you start saving today to help her do that. Okay. And think, so the next thing we have here on the list is peace of mind. Having money saved can bring you peace of mind. And think about it, especially as we were just talking about maybe unexpected expenses and emergencies. If you have an unexpected emergency, let's say it's a health emergency for you or a family member. Not only is that situation scary and overwhelming to make sure you or that loved one is taken care of and whole and healthy, but on top of that, there is going to be the medical cost of helping that person whether it's you or a family member. And those bills can then add added stress if we don't have money to pay for them. But if we do have that money saved, we can pay those bills, those medical expenses, and have more peace of mind and not added stress. Another benefit is more opportunities. So for example, if we know, especially as maybe a young mother, 
that we want our kids to have the opportunity if they choose to, to go to college, saving while they're younger and saving for those many years that they're growing up can give them the opportunity to go to college. Or for you, if you want the opportunity to grow your business, it's going to require some money to do that. And the more you save, the more opportunities you and your business will have to grow and to develop. And those are just some examples. I hope you come up with more examples in your life of what you want to see happen. But there are benefits to saving your money. And those are going to be much more prevalent to you, especially if you believe in saving will be a benefit to you going forward. Now, I also wanted to address some of the downsides of saving that we might find for us that's happening in our lives that make it difficult for us to save. So for example, it takes sacrifice on our part to save our money. It means delayed gratification. And it also means change. And this is what I mentioned earlier of why this could be such a difficult thing, or it might be uncomfortable to go forward and start to do because we can't have that immediate satisfaction. So for example, let's say there's an item that you want. Maybe it's a new outfit and you're excited and you, you might need some new clothes, right? And you go out and you're like, I want to get that thing. And there's something about acquiring something that releases some of that dopamine in our brains to give us pleasure. And that's what part of our brain seeks. Our brain seeks our safety, our efficiency and pleasure. So having that instant gratification brings us that pleasure and we enjoy that and we don't want to delay that. And saving means we do need to delay that. We need to give up something we want right now, decide to save it for future use. Even if that future use is for something that is of even more benefit to us, it's still going to be difficult and require that sacrifice and that delayed gratification to do so even when we know that future thing's going to be even better. So instead of maybe buying the outfit now, what if you were able to buy an entire wardrobe later on down the road? Or maybe not being able to go out to eat now, but going on a vacation with your family later on. Whatever it may be, it's still difficult for our brains to see how that can benefit us now. And also it requires change. Especially if we haven't gotten into the habit of saving, it requires us to change the way we do our budget, the way we use our money, being able to sacrifice, experience delayed gratification, and change is always uncomfortable. It's something new we need to experience and get used to. It's just like changing of schedules when we go from the school year to the summer back to the school year. That change is uncomfortable because it's new. It's a shift in what we've been doing. However, the benefit is, is once we get into the habit, it becomes so much easier to keep that habit going forward and help us build towards what we want to create. Simply put, especially if you're noticing in your life that savings maybe is something that's been a difficult habit for you to form. In a nutshell, why we choose maybe not to save is what we want and need now seems so much more important than what we need and we want later. Our brains love to focus on the problems or the issues right now. 
It doesn't want to wait till the future because that means also (laughs) delayed pleasure. And it means we have to change what we've been doing. And so we have to consider, especially as we're going through our day-to-day purchases and thinking about saving and setting up a savings plan for ourselves to consider if we can wait for this thing to have something of more value in the future for ourselves. And if we're willing to go through that, if we're willing to look at our beliefs, if we're willing to look at our thoughts, if we're willing to go through that difficult to get to the place we want to be. Because I really want you to consider if the way you're using your finances right now in regards to saving is serving you. That's really ultimately what you need to consider, especially when it comes to your beliefs around money. Is it serving you? And if you're noticing that things are more stressful, you're noticing there's not enough money going around. There's not enough money at the end of every month. If you're noticing you're just living paycheck to paycheck and money always seems to be stretched thin, then you may want to consider that what you're doing currently is not serving you. What could help serve you in the future, especially in regards to saving and making that a habit. So you have more of what you need to serve you in the future. What would saving your money do for you? And I know we've covered some things already, but I really want you to think about the benefits that would start for you by making the choice today to save. So think about what would happen in an emergency. Those are part of our our daily lives and they're usually unexpected. Emergencies that pop up, that come up in our lives. What if you had an extra thousand dollars saved for an emergency? What would that do for you? Would that bring you more peace of mind? Would that help you be more calm in that situation, knowing that you don't have that financial stress? It could be a benefit to you moving forward to have that money saved as an emergency fund. What about for retirement? What would it mean if you had a million dollars saved for retirement or even just a few hundred thousand saved for retirement? What would that mean to you? Would that help you have more peace of mind going forward? Would that help you feel less strain of what to do as you're older and maybe work is more of a challenge? What would that help you do? What would that help you accomplish? How would that help you feel going forward, having that money saved or money for big purchases? Sometimes when a big purchase comes up in our lives and we don't have the money for it, that can feel very overwhelming. But if you had the money saved for a big purchase, how would that feel to be able to pay for the thing you needed outright and not worrying about where to come up with funds? What about for fun experiences with you, with your family, for your business to be able to create that and not have that financial strain and burden because you have that money saved? It's something to consider for you and what that would mean. And the reason why we're going through so many of these different exercises is because then it's going to help you create a life and a lifestyle that's going to benefit you going forward. And it's going to make it easier to save because you know how it's going to benefit you. So you may be asking yourself, where do I start? And what I would encourage you and invite you to do is keep it simple, especially if this is new or just a developing habit that you are forming. Keep it simple. 
So it can be as simple as finding a container in your home and putting money into it. So maybe every day you put a dollar into that jar or into that container. Because the simpler it is, the easier it is to keep it going forward. There's also savings accounts that you can open up in a bank or credit union that can keep it very simple to open up and to put money into. So the more simple it is, the more it's going to be available for you to continue to do. And the second recommendation I have is to make it doable. So sometimes when we go into savings, we may look at the wide gap of where we are right now and where we want to be. We might say, well, I have $0 saved now. I want to have $1,000 saved. And it may feel overwhelming. We may feel like, well, I don't know how to get to $1,000. What we want to do is make the amount you're saving doable. Not only so it is something you can keep up on a consistent basis, but that it's fairly easy to set aside. Because the easier it is and the more simple it is, the more you can be consistent with it going forward. So even just start with that jar and put a dollar in every single day. Now, if you feel like that's really doable, I can do more than that. Awesome. Do more. And especially if you're finding that jar maybe to be tempting in front of you, seeing that money inside, then put it into a savings account. Put it somewhere where maybe it's a little bit harder to access, but that you can see that amount growing for you and you can keep it up on a consistent basis. Because when you create that consistent habit, then it's going to be much easier over time, not only to keep up that habit, but to have what you need for your future. If you ever have a chance to work with Susie B, she's awesome. She has, um, you can reach her on social media or on the Win Win Women Network with Habits and Humor, but she is a habits coach and she talks about building a habit and a building a habit with anything, right? And we're specifically here talking about finances and money. So we're going to get towards that. But building that habit, if you can consistently work on that habit consciously, for about the first six weeks or so, then it can start moving to your subconscious part of your mind. And when that happens, it becomes so much easier and simpler to do because it becomes automatic for you. So if you think about the example I mentioned earlier with my kids changing schedules, once you get into a fairly consistent routine, It starts to be less conscious of, okay, I need to get them here. We got to get up at this time. We get to get um, them to the bus stop. We need to get home at this certain time. It starts to become more natural, becomes a, a process of your everyday. And so your conscious mind is thinking about it less and your subconscious is more taking over. And where are some of the subconscious things our mind does is breathing, is our heart pumping, blood in our body right? There's so many different things our subconscious mind takes over, but it's not going to take something over unless we make sure it's consistent and it's been a habit and important to us. So that's why if we keep something up for about that six weeks consciously, so that's, that may look like, okay, I'm going to put that dollar in that jar every day. I'm going to put the dollar in the jar today. I'm going to put the dollar in the jar today. Then by the end of that time, it starts moving to that subconscious and becomes just that constant natural thing that we do becomes part of who we are and what we do. 
Now you can even make this easier on yourself because we want to make it easy. We want to make it simple is that you even have those same banks and credit unions that will allow you to put some money from checking into your savings account on a consistent basis. So you can then have it keep going in there without even thinking about it. So create that consistent habit going forward. Now, the next thing you may want to consider is paying yourself first. And this may be a little counterintuitive to what we're taught on a normal basis that we might be, we might have been taught to pay all of our bills first, to pay what we need to as far as our bills and then our groceries and then our gas money and whatever it may be that we're taught to do all of that first and then whatever is left over that we can use. Now, what happens more often than not is that we pay all of those bills, we make sure we have the things that we need, and what ends up happening is there's usually little to no money at the end for ourselves. And that's another reason why we might notice that we're not saving the amount of money that we want to save. It's because we wait till the end and there's nothing left for us to save. So I encourage you to pay yourself first in the form of savings. Whether it's a small amount, whether it's a bigger amount, put that money away first, then it's there for you. It's there for you to use in case of emergencies. It's there for you for those big purchases. It's there for you for the future, right? It's there so you have something to rely on and then go and pay those other things that you need and want in your life. And that way you're always going to have something to rely on. And then when you start makes a difference. Now, if you haven't started already, now is a perfect time to start. Let's start and build that habit going forward. Now, something that I do want to touch on though, especially when it comes to long-term savings like retirement, the earlier you begin, the less you have to put away on, let's say a monthly basis and yearly basis than you do if you waited until your forties or fifties or sixties. If you choose to wait till you're older, then you're going to have to put a lot more savings away to make sure you're hitting your goals for your future. And this is what I tell my clients that work with me with retirement. The earlier you can start saving and investing, then the more you're going to have for the future, but also more time for that compound interest to form. So when you start does make a difference, but if you haven't started yet, today is the perfect day to begin to have that moving forward. Now, so there's some things you may want to consider as you start developing this new habit. Now, ideally, 20 to 30% of your income should go to savings. However, that is the ideal. It doesn't mean that's always reality. And if you can't save that much currently, don't worry. Just start with something small because even a small amount is better than none. And then work your way up to all of those amazing benefits we talked about, about having a savings. And you can increase that over time. Now, a touch on those that are self-employed and entrepreneurs. If you're self-employed or an entrepreneur, you tend to have a little bit more risk because you are the sole earner going forward. And savings is even more of an important financial tool for you. Because once that money is saved, you have something to rely on kind of like self-funded insurance, if you will. You have something there to rely on in case of the unexpected. So especially if you're self-employed or an entrepreneur, I highly encourage you to put money away into savings to have for future use. 
Also, you may consider different savings accounts for different goals that you may have. So for example, you may have an account for a short-term emergency fund. So one of those unexpected expenses comes up, you'll be able to have that right there ready to go. You also may want a savings account for retirement. So you put money into the account knowing that that's not something you're going to touch for many, many years to come, and you're just going to let it grow. Another one would be short-term goals, like a vacation where you put money in knowing that you'll probably use it within the next year or so for a specific reason. And having those different savings accounts can then help you prioritize the way you're saving your money and having it for the future. Now, there's a couple different ways you can look at on how much to save. And you really can decide, but you may want to look at either the lowest income month you've had or save based on your monthly expenses. So if you look back, let's say on the last 12 months of income or so, you might decide, okay, the lowest income month we had was $4,000 this month. If we go with that amount going forward, how much of that could we save comfortably in that amount, okay? Or if you want to go based on your monthly expenses, something you can consider is taking an average of how much you spend every single month throughout the last 12 months. So let's say, and you wanna get in all those hidden expenses, not just regular bills and those type of things, but things like uh, if you have an unexpected car repair or an unexpected emergency or birthday gifts, or if you are celebrating a certain holiday and you might spend more, um, with that holiday that month. And if you take an, a reasonable amount, uh, or excuse me, if you um, have a reasonable amount to treat yourself occasionally, right? we want to make sure that we have some fun in there as well. So, but if you take that average over the last 12 months, let's say you earn $5,000 a month on average. Okay, you also may want to look at your expenses and look at, well, we spend an average about $4,500 a month on our bills and things that we want and need. So from that, you're going to want to, once again, pay yourself first and put money into savings. So you might say, well, I'm going to take 10% of that, maybe that $500 and put it into savings first once my income comes in and then I'll spend the rest of my money on the things that we want and need as far as our bills. Then if you do have any extra money at the end of the month, you can put that again into one of those savings accounts. So it's something to consider going forward. And the more that you can put aside, the more you're going to have the opportunity for, for benefits of future you, for peace of mind, for more opportunities for your growth as well. Wrapping up here today and considering what savings may do for you, know this, <laughs> saving means change and it will not be easy, but it will be worth it in what you can do and the opportunities that you can have for future you. And I have this quote by T.T. Munger, and I thought it was very poignant for what we've been talking about here today. And it says the habit of saving is itself an education. It fosters every virtue, teaches self-denial, cultivates the sense of order, trains to forethought, and so broadens the mind. So even though saving can mean change, it also means it's going to build us and grow us in such a way that not only will we have more income, 
in the future, but we can have so much more than that, not only in peace of mind and all the benefits that we can have, but it also helps us learn and grow as individuals as well. I hope all of you have a beautiful, beautiful week. And if you do have questions about savings, let me know. I'd love to go over them with you and really decide for yourself how this can benefit you and your family going forward. We'll talk to you next week. You are already working hard for your money. Imagine your money working hard for you. Imagine the freedom you'll have from not worrying constantly about your finances, enjoying the decisions you make with your money, and finally taking control of where your money goes instead of wondering where it went at the end of every month. I know this is possible for you, and I want to help you make that happen. Head on over to amberpetersoncoaching.net forward slash courses, where we will work together to help you create a life that you love with your money. Also, if you're finding this podcast to be helpful, please subscribe. That way you will never miss an episode to help you create confidence with your money. Have a beautiful week.